1: Welcome back to America's Most Widely Syndicated Radio Travel Show. I am Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler. On Maui, they're in the middle of the annual Maui Whale Festival that celebrates the thousands of humpback whales that migrate there each year. Volunteers this weekend will be stationed along the island shore to take an annual survey of the estimated 12,000 whales. The festival runs through mid-March. Coming up in this hour of Rudy Maxa's World, would you believe a Las Vegas hotel gave a DJ a $30 million contract to do the music in one of its mega clubs? Mr. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous himself, Robin Leach, joins me in a few minutes to describe the rise in in the importance of clubs for hotels and casinos that want to turn a profit. Then there's a traffic reporter and a private pilot in Denver who's about to quit her job because she wants to fly solo around the world to complete the trip that cost Amelia Earhart her life. That woman's name is Amelia Earhart. not kidding you. At about 33 after the hour, we'll get the backstory on that. We'll also hear more about her quest to be the youngest woman to fly around the world in a single-engine aircraft. Then, if it's intense heat you want, and I certainly do after this winter, there's a reason they named it Death Valley National Park in California. We're going to talk with someone from the Furnace Creek Resort. That sounds toasty warm, too. Uh, We're going to learn how you can shake off the winter by visiting Death Valley later this year. Or this year, you can go now. On Tuesday, the American embassy in Ukraine warned Americans about staying in Kiev and other cities in Ukraine because of the political situation that filled the news recently. The embassy also advised U.S. citizens already in Ukraine not to venture out the door. Although the news coming in live this Saturday morning, as I broadcast you live on Saturday morning U.S. time, is that things have calmed down a bit in Kiev. The streetcars are running and people are out. But needless to say, tourism has plummeted in Ukraine, dealing a significant blow to that economy. On a lighter note, consider Virgin America's Airlines' effort to capture more first class flyers by launching its own flavors of ice cream. Yeah, really? One day last week at San Francisco's airport, Virgin America let passengers sample and vote on the three flavors developed uh, with the famous San Francisco ice cream you call Humphrey Slocum. If you haven't gotten ice cream from Humphrey Slocum in San, in San Francisco, you haven't had ice cream yet. So here are the three flavors. Butter by Moonlight, supposedly inspired by Virgin America's signature moonlighting, uh, mood lighting. Excuse me, It's a creamy combo of brown butter and blueberry glaze. I don't know. Red Hot Banana combines buttery banana cream with sweet cinnamon spice from mashed red hot candies. And the third option Virgin America is proposing for its first-class passengers, Coconut Blonde Ambition, named after Richard Branson's head of hair. It's a vanilla marshmallow fluff mixed with lemon citrus sorbet and a coconut finish. Although the last time I saw Branson, it wasn't so much blonde as white. Anyway, beginning March 4th, you'll get one of these flavors in first-class, but don't give up hope. If you fly Virgin America, I said Virgin Atlantic. I meant Virgin America. I'm sorry. If you fly Virgin America between March 4th and the end of June in any class, just hold on to your boarding pass and take it to either of the Humphrey Slocum's two San Francisco locations. There's one down by the Ferry Building at the end of Market Street, another one in the Mission District. And you'll get a free scoop of one of those ice creams. Hilton announced it'll stop serving shark fin and stop accepting new orders for shark fin dishes by April 1st. The ban covers all restaurants and food and beverage facilities operated by the 96 owned and managed properties across the Asia-Pacific that Hilton owns. The demand for shark fin in Asia-Pacific has been identified as a major cause in the decline in global shark populations, a Hilton executive says. And the ban is on shark fin previews the company's ongoing efforts to develop a sustainable sourcing policy says Hilton. Well, it's been all Olympics for the last couple of weeks. We keep hearing about how much money Russia spent to host them, more than $50 billion. The bet is that tourists will be more inclined to visit Russia, and in particular Sochi, as a result. Well, will it work? Nobody better to ask than David Scousel. He's the CEO and president of the World Travel and Tourism Council that's based in London. He spends a good part of his time watching the world's travel and tourism industry. Mr. Scousel, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here.
2: it's Good to be with you.
1: Now, I understand you think that Russia has a rather narrow window of opportunity to capitalize on the publicity the Olympics has brought them. What, what can Russia do right now to up its game tourism-wise?
2: Well, they spent a lot of money on hosting the games in Sochi, as you know, some $50 billion, and they need to spend something like, something like the same amount again in upgrading the rest of the infrastructure. It's very difficult traveling around Russia still through the airports, through the road systems and the rail network and they need to spend a lot more really to encourage more tourists to, to go there.
1: Have you seen any expression of commitment in that regard on their part? $50 billion is a lot of money.
2: It's a lot of money for one event and uh, the the sort of facilities that they built for Sochi, some of those facilities won't get used again and some of those facilities will be used by tourists that go there, both international and domestic. But they're not showing any sign yet of spending more money on the airports and, and and, and the rail and the road infrastructure, which is so critical.
1: Did you? I read this this week, uh, um, David, forgive me whether you suggested it or they're talk the Russians are talking about allowing people at least from Eastern Europe to come in by train for three or four days at a time without having to go through the uh, process of getting a visa.
2: Yes, you're absolutely right. It, it is It is amazing to see what happens between two countries when they remove the visa processing requirements. So between Russia and Turkey, for example, they remove that requirement and of course the numbers jumped by 100% overnight. And they've already tried experimenting with cruise passengers coming in and out. And you're absolutely right. They want to now look at doing three-day rail passes, if you like, without visas. All these things are really important. Um, it's the same in the U.S. You know, There was a, a lot of criticism that the U.S. was slow issuing visas in the years post-9-11. But now the u s is really motoring fast to encourage people to come from china and brazil it 's the same issue if you free up visa processing, you do it much quicker than normal then you 're going to encourage travelers to come to your country
1: let 's just you just touched on this we 've got a minute left let 's talk a little about uh, so- uh, Sochi and and its future prospects as a T- uh, resort destination for people from around the world. The, it's a mixed bag, the history of Olympic cities, isn't it? I think of Barcelona, and, and that was a big city, and they, of course, had to build housing for their Olympic uh, participants, and that's now part of the public city. But I'm not real optimistic about Skochi being, are you, are, about being a big place we all go to?
2: No, you're right. It's, it's going to be a tough sell. I think it will be fine for domestic tourism in yes. Russia and for For people in those neighboring countries but the winter olympic locations are a tough sell post the event you're absolutely right for the summer olympics it's much easier in barcelona in beijing in london where you use all of those facilities post the event and it's really only five years after any of these events that you really understand whether they've been successful or not
1: and those pictures of those rocky beaches didn't make me exactly want to grab my bathing suit and hop on over
2: no, exactly. I think there are plenty of places, particularly for U.S. people, to visit before they necessarily sure. go to the beaches near Sochi.
1: How you live in London, you work in London. How and uh, how uh, post post London Olympics, how are you feeling about that? Is is London going to reap benefits for years to come from having hosted those Olympics?
2: Yes, I think it will. It's a bit too early to tell. But London had the Olympics. Uh, they also had the Royal Wedding. They had the Jubilee of the Queen. So there are a lot of activities to encourage people to come to the UK. But as I say, it's really going to come down to how all the facilities are used over the next four or five years. And I think it's going to work. Um, and I think it will certainly put the UK on the tourism map again.
1: David is the CEO, President of the World Travel and Tourism Council. David, thank you for dropping by. You're welcome. Take care. We'll be right back in Rudy Max's World.
0: Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
1: Introducing Orbitz Rewards, the top-shelf margarita of rewards programs. As an Orbitz Rewards member, you earn rewards immediately on flights, hotels, and packages. That's right, like the kick from a good tequila, you get them instantly. The rewards you just earned on your flight to Miami, use them to book your hotel for the same trip. If you use the Orbitz app to book, you earn even more, 5% on hotels. So join today and be part of the only travel rewards program that gives you instant vacation gratification. Go to Orbitz.com slash rewards or look under sponsors at rudimaxa.com. Now
3: here's something you don't hear on the radio every day. Someone who can't see. I am totally blind. So I go through periods when I'm unable to sleep at night and I feel like I'm constantly running. but can never quite catch up. But this isn't a sleep problem. It's something called non-24-hour disorder. Learn more about non-24 by calling 855-856-2424 or visiting learnmorenon24.com. Ron Delano, Attorney Houston.
4: If you've been diagnosed with mesothelioma, you may be entitled to a tax-free share of billions of dollars that have been set aside for mesothelioma cancer patients. Second-hand asbestos exposure can also cause mesothelioma. Many patients were exposed to asbestos and didn't even know it. Call right now to get the facts about your legal rights and possible financial compensation. Call 800-764-3000, 800-764-3000, 800 764 3,000. You've heard the news stories about major retailers and the hackers that got into their data. Actually, your data. Take steps to help protect yourself with Identity Guard. Identity Guard monitors your name, address, social security number, and credit information. If they see potentially suspicious activity, they promptly notify you. Get a free 30-day trial of Identity Guard when you sign up at IdentityGuard.com protect. Monitor your credit and social security number free for 30 days. Go to IdentityGuard.com protect. That's IdentityGuard.com slash protect
0: the telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025 that's 1-800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com
1: here again is Rudy Maxa Welcome back to Rudy Max's World, and this portion is brought to you by Orbitz, whose travel rewards are much faster to earn than anybody else's. With Orbitz rewards, you can redeem rewards instantly. Book a flight, use the rewards instantly for your hotel. Book your hotel, use the rewards to stay longer, even more, when you book on the Orbits app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Check it out at Orbitz.com slash rewards and get instant vacation gratification or go to my website, RudyMaxa.com. Under sponsors, you'll find it. All right, what's the deal here? Will IM goes and spins some records for a couple hours at a Vegas uh, club and gets $300,000. There are reports that a DJ got $30 million contract to play. What is going on at these mega clubs in Las Vegas? Let's go to our man in Las Vegas, Robin Leach. You know the name from Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. It's going to follow him around the rest of his life. Robin, thanks for dropping in. How are
5: you? Wonderful to be here with you, Rudy.
1: Well, you did a story about a new club at the MGM Grand. I think you touched also on what's going on at the Cosmopolitan. It just I mean sorry to use it's a cliche. Mind it blew blowing. It blew my so mind. mind. You hit it even exactly. I don't believe it. Describe the describe the, the, the dimensions of these clubs, the expense, the, the what what these casino hotels are going through to get people well, to come first, there.
5: First of all, you have to you have to understand the size and the grandeur of a Las Vegas nightclub. Uh Harkassan, for instance, which is the one that you were talking about at Uh, MGM, MGM. with all of the high-paid disc jockeys, uh, is a um, literally a uh, five-story five-story 80,000 square foot nightclub. Now, if you think in terms that the White House building is 55,000 square feet (laughs) in Washington, D.C., you know the size of this club. Now, you would think that with eight major mega clubs in Las Vegas that that would be enough to satisfy all of the people who wanted to dance and party all night long. But this coming week, well, no, Memorial Day weekend, they open yet another mega club, which is going to be called Dray's, in the new Cromwell Hotel that's opening on the site of the former Barbary Coast, and that is 65,000 square feet. there's talk of another nightclub coming to the site of the old Sahara uh, hotel which will be another mega club and at this moment the first chink in the armor of the high priced uh, DJs has started because Victor Dre has said that he is not going to buy high priced disc jockey talent and waste 30 million dollars a year on contracts so that's the first first indication that maybe there's some unemployment coming down the line for the megastars of the I mean that's all they do. They stand there, spin two two decks of dueling discs and uh and make thirty grand a year.
1: And they find I'm sorry. <laughs> thirty thirty,
5: 30 three hundred thousand dollars a show.
1: Yeah, and they're flown in and out of town on golf streams. Uh, let, let's describe if someone hasn't been to one of these clubs. First of all, let's describe how many people can go in those clubs and also it's not like a $10 cover and 850 for, you know, rail scotch, is it?
5: No, I you have to think in terms of stadium pricing. Uh if you're in the nosebleed seats, you you can get in for 30, 40, 50. Uh but if you want prime real estate on the dance floor or close to the dance floor, you're you're going to wind up having to commit to spend, you know, upwards of $5,000 a pop. Uh, for bottle service so it, it's it 's an expensive night out for somebody who may be shocked by their first visit to a mega club
1: <laughs> yeah you get a don 't you get a couple of bottle of vodka free though with mixers tossed in for the $7,000? Yeah, yes,
5: indeed you do for the five thousand dollars you you <laughs> in fact you have to buy for $5,000, the two bottles of vodka <laughs> or the two bottles of scotch. And a, you know, we and the have, are, we have champagne, champagne here that goes for 25000 and up a table.
1: And you would know about that. And, and and when you say table, as I recall, now I haven't been in the I've been in Hakkasama, I haven't been in the latest, newest clubs, but some of the clubs I've been in in Vegas, the tables are about the size of postage stamps, right?
5: A uh, little larger for those that are spending $5,000 and up, um, mm-hmm. Okay, but yes, uh, seen from a distance, it's no different than um, the new U.S. Postal Service fifty-cent <laughs> stamp.
1: <laughs> We're talking with Robin Leach about this phenomenon of these enormous clubs that Vegas hotels and casinos are are putting up, and I clearly they're seeing this as a as a profit center, aren't they? Because you can't gamble while you're in the club. How many folks can go it, in these clubs? It, well, in these
5: this, is, this is what is even more amazing, because you're not talking about 200 people stretching out in the lap of luxury. You're talking about 5,000 people squeezed into a commuter train in um, in the New York subway system. The, um, kids seem to love this whole thing of uh, being in jam-packed clubs. So uh, Victor Dray has said that his new club will cut it off at 4,500 people <laughs> per night. <laughs>
1: you know, I was, was a, year, a few years ago, and the only reason I even got in this club, because I'm an old guy, Robin, and not as wired as you are in that Vegas. That makes two of us. Makes two yeah, of but, us. Yeah, yeah, but you're Robin Leach. Uh, um, yeah, a, but on I, I only ago.
5: have to chronicle, chronicle the, the happenings at these mad places. You think I'd go there on a, on a <laughs> night out? Never. Well, I wanted to
1: see one, and the only reason I got in at the club, it was at... Uh Oh, God, it was at the Venetian, I believe, in the, or I don't know where it was. It was so that yeah, would I be should... town, town it was in town,
5: the at the Venetian.
1: It's exactly where it was, and the only reason I got through the door is I was there with my friend Andrew McCarthy, the actor, and the doorman recognized us a mile away back in the line, and said, so, oh, Mr. McCarthy, please come right on in, and McCarthy said, well, I got these couple friends here, so, you know, I got in on his coattails. It's sort of like Sodom and Gomorrah in there. Up, up on pedestals were, were women in black G-strings in bathtubs, half naked, sort of writhing around Around. I mean, you could fear for the fall of Western civilization. I'm not trying to be my, moralistic here, but it—I think decadence might be the word that applies.
5: Would you expect anything else from Las no, Vegas? No, that's
1: true. What, I'm so naive. I mean, I was what born happens? In
5: Ohio. What happens here stays here.
1: I was born you know, in yesterday
5: Ohio. I was talking with John Taffer, who is the president of uh, nightclub and bar life magazine, and he puts on an annual convention every year in Las Vegas for that industry told me this year's uh, event in, in uh, at the end of March will be uh, 50,000 people from around the world that are in the nightclub business, and uh, 790 exhibitors of products that sell within the nightclub industry. Uh, it's just amazing. Just huge, amazing.
1: Huge business. But huge clearly business. They- Clearly, I know the cosmopolitan just opened a dining room that's sort of the I don't know, the walls fall down at night and it turns into a club. You've been there.
5: Yeah, this is, is it- a restaurant a restaurant and nightclub called Rose Rabbit Lie, which has got to be the most unusual name in the world. Yes. So unusual that I printed the phone number of the reservation so that operators at information would not laugh at you when you ask for the number <laughs> of Rose Rabbit Lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, an extraordinary place that is a, that is a bar and a restaurant. Beautiful bar, by the way. Unique drinks and unique ice inside, unique glasses. And then, as you said, you know, the walls come tumbling down at um, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock and midnight to reveal a theater behind the restaurant and the bar uh, where they put on uh, the the world's strangest shows. Um Many of which would be similar to the um, women at Tower writhing in the bathtub.
1: Oh, you, you got to love it! Right, now, they must—they must, they must have crunched the numbers at all these places and figured out it's going to work, right? I mean, they spend an extraordinary Look, amount. So here's
5: of- here, here's the economic reality. These clubs these clubs are doing in the region of eighty million dollars a year oh, in uh, in business. Uh, that's a substantial sum of money. Um, um, there are weekends when you know they 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 just and I'm told that's a profit after taxes, by the way. I Un- uh, That's not general revenue. That's profit after taxes. So they are the huge, huge profit center. And um, again, my friend John Taffer told me that the mega clubs of uh, Las Vegas are so big and dominant in the world that he had to, in his annual voting of best night clubs of the world it, it Las Vegas got all 10 top spots so he was <laughs> in terms of revenue in terms of popularity in terms of um, admission numbers they they won on every every level so this was really unfair to clubs in cincinnati or pittsburgh because <laughs> they never Robin. could compete so they had to they had to break out Las Vegas as its own category to give know. everybody else a fighting chance
1: Keep up with Robin Leach in Vegas by going to his website, VegasDeluxe.com. Robin, I really appreciate you stopping by.
5: Nice to talk with you. Have a great and safe travels wherever you go.
1: Thank you. Same to you. Robin Leach, VegasDeluxe.com is the website. I'd highly recommend it to you. Some of the things he posts will make your jaw drop, particularly if you live not in Las Vegas. Stick around. We'll
0: talk to Amelia Earhart. Talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also
1: email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Introducing Orbitz Rewards, the top-shelf margarita of rewards programs. As an Orbitz Rewards member, you earn rewards immediately on flights, hotels, and packages. That's right, like the kick from a good tequila, you get them instantly. The rewards you just earned on your flight to Miami? Use them to book your hotel for the same trip. If you use the Orbitz app to book, you earn even more, 5% on hotels. So join today and be part of the only travel rewards program that gives you instant vacation gratification. Go to orbits.com rewards or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com.
3: Now here's something you don't hear on the radio every day. Someone who can't see. I am totally blind. So I go through periods when I'm unable to sleep at night. And... I feel like I'm constantly running, but can never quite catch up. But this isn't a sleep problem. It's something called non-24-hour disorder. Learn more about non-24 by calling 855-856-2424 or visiting learnmorenon24.com.
0: To participate in the program, call now at 800 387 8025 or log on to rudymaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa.
1: 33 minutes after the hour, welcome back to Rudy Maxa's world. A Twitter handle is my name, Rudy Maxa, R U D Y M A X A, at Rudy Maxa's. Sign up and get those Twitters. You may remember the name Amelia Earhart. She's a woman who flying a one engine plane intended to solo around the world. She disappeared somewhere in the South Pacific. The search still continues for her wreckage or where she may have disappeared. My guest right now is Amelia Rose Earhart. She is an on-air traffic and weather reporter for the NBC affiliate Nine News in Denver, Colorado. And she is poised to recreate Amelia Earhart's flight by continuing around the world, hopefully, and coming right back where she belongs. She's doing it in benefit of a foundation we're going to ask her about for interest, getting inter- women, interested, young women interested in flying. Amelia Rose Earhart, welcome to the show.
6: Well, good morning, Rudy. Thanks for having me on.
1: And I have to ask you the first question everyone asks you, the history of the name.
6: Well, the history of the name is uh, my family uh, on my dad's side has the last name Earhart. So while we're not related to Amelia, uh, my parents wanted to give me a good role model and a good female influence in my life. So they took the risk and and named me Amelia Earhart. My middle name is different. The first Amelia's was Mary. Mine is Rose. And I'm a namesake of hers. And it took me a long time to become comfortable with that name, obviously, Um, and at a younger age. Until I was about 18, I went by Amy. But but now it's the, the best gift they could have ever given me.
1: And is anybody else in your family a pilot?
6: No, they're not actually. Um, so, and when did it occur maybe. to you to be
1: a pilot? When, when did it occur to you to become a pilot?
6: Well, I spent you know my whole life through through my high school years, college years, every single day people would ask me if sure. I was a pilot or if I if I ever wanted to become a pilot. And so, <laughs> finally, one day I just I just got sick of saying no, and I took myself out to the airport and had saved up for what's called a discovery flight, which is your your first flight lesson before you commit to lessons. Um, for the whole process, and I just absolutely fell in love with it. So it took me a couple of years, but I stuck with it, and now it's my passion.
1: And as an on-air traffic and weather reporter for the NBC station in Denver, are you in the air times in a plane?
6: I do have about 4,000 hours that I've spent in a helicopter, and I did that at, at KUSA there in Denver, and I also worked in Los Angeles for a time. Um, but right now I'm in studio, and uh, as you know, I just announced my, I, I guess, resignation from 9 News, and I'm going to pursue aviation full-time.
1: Wow. And so you're departing June 1st. Tell us about the plane you're flying, what you're doing, and why you're doing it.
6: So we are departing on June 1st from Oakland, California, and we're flying in the Pilatus PC-12 NG, which is a single-engine turboprop, and it's got a max speed of about 240 knots, and it's a very efficient, very safe aircraft. It's got a Pratt & Whitney PT-6 engine in it, which is the world's most reliable single-engine aircraft, which makes it great for crossing oceans. And the reason that we're doing this is I've always had it in the back of my mind as a pilot and as a namesake of Amelia's to kind of symbolically complete the flight that Amelia never got to finish. And when she took off in 1937, she made it about three-quarters of the way around the world, disappearing over Howland Island, which is about halfway between Hawaii and New Guinea. And when she disappeared, you know, the world just completely mourned her loss. She was a great role model for women. Uh, The U.S. government put out the largest search that they'd ever put out for anybody. Up until that point in time, spending about two million dollars to try and find her, and unfortunately, they never did. So, what I want to do is, is kind of close Amelia's flight plan. And you know, it's a, it's an adventure of a lifetime, and for me, it'll take about a hundred hours of flight over about seventeen days. We have fourteen stops, and it's twenty-eight thousand miles.
1: And you say we? Who's we?
6: So, I will have a co-pilot on board uh, for insurance purposes, and, and really just for safety overall. Um, we'll have a co-pilot on board. I'll do all the flying, but. He will be there with me. His name is um, Teddy Sviktig, and he's from Switzerland, and he's just a great pilot. He actually helped in the design of the Pilatus.
1: Oh, of of the plane you're flying. Now tell me, we've got about a minute left. Tell me about the Fly with Amelia Foundation. So the
6: Fly with Amelia Foundation is a charity that I started a couple years ago, and we put young women ages 16 to 18 through flight school. And it's a really fun project for me because the passion of flight and and the organization, the the dedication to flight is something that's really enhanced my life. And so giving that gift to young women who have a passion for aerospace has been great. So young women go through flight school, but on top of that, we want to benefit kids of all types and ages. So I developed STEM-based educational curriculum that goes into the classroom, and I also work with our local air and space museum to put on educational programs one-on-one and also face-to-face in schools, which gets kids really excited about flight.
1: I don't think you have time to be a reporter for a, for a station event. <laughs> Clearly. That's what,
6: I've, that's what I've quickly found out. But it's been nice to do both over the last year, gradually uh, working up to aviation. And, and now it's going to be a full-time commitment, and I'm, I couldn't be more excited.
1: Well, we're going to have to check with you after the flight. I know you've got a lot of stops along the way, but I think you're going to be crowded with media as you do that. But maybe you'll come back and tell us, tell us what it was like afterwards?
6: Absolutely. And, and one unique thing about the flight is that we're actually live streaming from the cockpit through video and also uh, audio. So we'd love to check in with you from 30,000 feet fine. up.
1: Fine. And, and, and how can someone follow that? Is that flywithamelia.org?
6: Flywithamelia.org and, of course, my Facebook and Twitter pages.
1: Okay, we will check in with you in the air. That would be, you know, this is a...
6: Yeah, that sounds a, good.
1: Yeah, I don't think Amelia Earhart could have even imagined that. Imagine that at all. <laughs> but we do have I a sure, new Amelia. I, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh,
6: oh, I, I just imagined, you know, when Amelia was flying back in the 1930s that, you know, she was so far ahead of her time. She probably had these sure. ideas in the back of her mind somewhere, but didn't know they would all come together.
1: <laughs> Amelia Rose Earhart is going to do it right. Amelia, thank you so much for dropping by today. Good luck. We'll talk to you in June.
6: All right. Thank you, Rudy.
1: Amelia Rose Earhart is an aviatrix, and she's going to fly around the world, recreating the other Amelia Earhart's route. Follow her at flywithamelia.com. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's
0: world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Okay.
6: <laughs> Thank you for calling Rosetta Stone for your free language learning demo.
0: Yeah, what's the catch?
6: Excuse me?
3: Your ad says I can get a free Rosetta Stone demo. So what's the catch?
6: No catch. We're so sure the Rosetta Stone method is the fastest, easiest way to learn a new language that we'll give you a free demo to try it for yourself.
3: Okay, but I've tried to learn a new language before, and it was always too hard.
6: This is a completely natural way to learn a new language, just like you learned your first language. No tedious translation, useless memorization, or boring drills. It even comes in 30 languages. Oh, but there is one thing.
1: The catch, right?
6: You could start speaking in a new language in less than 15 minutes. Uh Aha!
1: Wait, did you
4: say 15 minutes? To get your free demo from Rosetta Stone, call now, 1-800-337-1442. Experience for yourself the fastest, easiest way to learn a new language, guaranteed. For your free demo, call now, 1-800-337-1442.
3: That's 1-800-337-1442. Now, here's something you don't hear on the radio every day. Someone who can't see. I am totally blind. So I go through periods when I'm unable to sleep at night. And I feel like I'm constantly running, but can never quite catch up. But this isn't a sleep problem. It's something called non-24-hour disorder. Learn more about non-24 by calling 855-856-2424. Or visiting learnmore924.com. Ron Delano, Attorney Houston. If you've been
4: diagnosed with mesothelioma, you may be entitled to a tax free share of billions of dollars that have been set aside for mesothelioma cancer patients. Secondhand asbestos exposure can also cause mesothelioma. Many patients were exposed to asbestos and didn't even know it. Call right now to get the facts about your legal rights and possible financial compensation. Call 800-764-3000. 800-764-3000. 800-764-3000. You thought Boost Mobile had low prices before, but now they're dropping lower than ever for anyone switching to a Boost 4G LTE device by March 31st. Are the prices this low? Nah, lower. $35 a month low. How about this? Now, try $35 a month for six months low. Wow, that's low. You're right, it's low. That's how Boost Mobile does it. They go $35 a month for six months low, all with unlimited talk, text, and data.
2: Oh, baby, for only
4: $35 a month? I'm down with that. Available at Boost Mobile, Best
1: Buy, and Radio Shack. Boost Mobile. Be heard. No, no, like this. Boost Mobile Be Heard. Offer available 2614 to three thirty one fourteen at Boostmobile.com and select retailers only. Limited to new accounts and purchase a 4G LTE device. Rates increase after introductory rate. Coverage not available everywhere. Includes 2.5 gigabytes per month for high-speed data. See Boostmobile.com
4: slash 35 plan or participating dealer for details. Get out the
6: map! Not to, lay finger anywhere down.
0: to participate in the program, call now at eight hundred three eight seven eight zero two five, 800 387 8025 or log on to
1: RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 43 minutes after the hour here at Rudy Maxa's World. Nice to have you in the house. The hottest and driest place on earth, or at least one of them, is Death Valley. In California. And in Death Valley, or near Death Valley, I'll ask her, is the Furnace Creek Resort, another appropriately named place for the uh, climate there. And I've got on the phone with me the uh, Director of Sales and Marketing at the Furnace Creek, Creek Resort, Denise Perkins. Denise, are you right in Death Valley National Park?
7: We are. We're located just about 13 miles over the entrance as you come from Las Vegas.
1: Okay, you've certainly branded the name of the resort appropriately, Furnace Creek. What's the temperature uh, this winter weekend as we talk?
7: It's uh, today. It'll probably be somewhere in the mid to upper seventies. So very, very lovely.
1: How does it get? Does it get cold at night in the winter? It must. Yes, it
7: actually can get down into the thirties and forties. So um, it's great that we see those temperature variances, and we certainly enjoy it.
1: Okay. Does it ever snow in Death Valley?
7: It has, but not very often. <laughs>
1: All right. Okay, so what what do I do if I come to Death Valley? I have never been to Death Valley National Park. I have no idea. I know hiking is great there, um, particularly in the summer. Obviously, you've got to carry a lot of water and sunscreen and be very careful. But what do I do when I come to Death Valley? What do I see?
7: Well, the great thing about coming to Death Valley, and and, and truly, I think most people um, um, do consider the visit out here from a hiking um, standpoint. But there are so many more other opportunities. Um, the area is known. I mean, let me go back and say, there's 3 million acres in, in this uh, national park. And in fact, Death Valley just received its designation 20 years ago this year, so we'll be cel- celebrating that national park designation. But I think most well known for, um, in the area that we're at, which is the Furnace Creek area, um, is some of the amazing um, geological. Um, uh, areas, rocks, and, and points that you can go to. And you can drive, you can hike, you can walk. But I think um, many, many people enjoy the fact that there are bike trips, there are jeep trips. Um, you can self-guide or you can go with a guide. Uh, we have um, the ability to assist you with either one here at on the property. If you go a little further away from the resort, uh, you've got Scotty's Castle area and the um, Yuhi Bihi, uh crater, which is. Uh, quite frequently filmed, um, and um, a number of other items, such as Eureka Dunes and the racetrack. And the racetrack is probably most known for sort of the mysterious rocks that you see sliding across the lake bed, which really is um, generated from the temperature changes um, in the overnights. So,
1: what do you mean rocks sliding across the riverbed?
7: <laughs> well, many, many years ago, uh, mil- probably in the middle of oh,
1: this is a dried up riverbed.
7: It's a dried-up riverbed, okay. and and I think uh, many people have, may have seen this, uh, um, where they've seen photographs of rocks, and you can see the the movement where the rocks have made the movement in a dried-up lake bed which they call the racetrack and it leaves a long track and visitors often come and wonder if something very mysterious happened and it's it's very romantic in many in many senses but on the other hand it's really caused from the temperature variation between day and night but it is definitely an interesting sight to see
1: and you mentioned the scottish castle
7: Mm -hmm. yep scottish castle
1: is that a rock formation
7: it's actually not. <laughs> it, Scotty's Castle is about 45 minutes um, north of the resort here, and the the castle was built by uh, a, basically a family that was wanting to um, be involved more in the Gold Country area, and in the 1920s they decided to build a home here, and it was a very wealthy family. And um, in time uh, the family... Um, um, donated the, the property, and, and the castle became a, more of a historical site, and now there's tours conducted conducted daily by um, the National Park Service. And you'll find the park rangers in period costumes, and it's a very um, oh interesting goodness. site. I had
1: no See? idea. I thought it was yes. a rock formation. <laughs> <laughs> and real fast, we only have 30 seconds left, but I know the Furnace Creek Resort's got about 224 rooms. You've got a spring-fed swimming pool, a general store, tennis courts, horseback riding. Yes. Um, you're a full- service uh, resort
7: well i have to say we're actually two resorts at the furnace creek resort we're the ranch at furnace creek which is the more casual um uh village destination mm-hmm. and it's 224 rooms and then we have the inn at first furnace creek which is one of the historic hotels of america and it's also uh, a four diamond rated so that's a more um luxurious um higher end property so really there's two choices that a guest ha- gets to make when coming 10 seconds
1: the left Do you have to book way ahead
7: Um, you know what, close in, far out, but we we will take bookings anytime, but it's best to book at least two or three months out because we do fill.
1: The website is FurnaceCreekResort.com. We've been talking with Denise Perkins, the Director of Sales and Marketing. Denise, thank you for coming into the house. Oh, thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at (music) rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's world.
1: Welcome back. I don't know if you ever uh, catch glimpses of the Kroll Show from the Comedy Central, but uh, somebody sent me a link to uh, <laughs> to uh, a, a clip. Um, I get a lot of people sending me funny links, but this was this is uh, perhaps perhaps you've heard of the Spotted Ox Hostel in Europe. Well, the uh, owner of the Spotted Ox Hostel, I guess he's the owner, um, has. Uh, just put out a video clip with some advice on, you know, what you'd expect to go to Europe. So if you've never been to Europe for the first time, here's the owner of the Spotted Ox hostel explaining things to you, how, we, how an average day might go.
6: Everything you want to know about coming to Europe, well, watch this video from the Spotted Ox hostel to coolest hostel in all the countries in Europe. For breakfast, we'll do something cool like have a cigarette and like a bar of chocolate. Then we go for work for like one half hour, two hour. And then we we'll go for lunch. And lunch is usually, you know, something cool like a cigarette and like two, three bottles of red wine and then like a bowl of heavy cream. And then dinner, you know, we'll do something healthy like, uh, you know, four or five sausages and then like a chocolate. We'll invite our cigarette outside to take an espresso and watch the street light.
0: And
1: we so much can eat as much as we want and we never get heavy because of olive oil. So that's what we say. We can eat as much as we want and we never get heavy because of olive oil. I love it. Yeah, that's what you can expect if you go to Europe. I mean, that's pretty much what it's like. That's why you listen to this show is to learn stuff like that. Uh, Janet will put a link to that. Uh, There's a couple other segments that are a little... um, uh, a little less polite, shall we say, that I didn't want to play on the air, but there are all there's, there's three like 30-second, 24-second segments of uh, the Spotted Owl Hostel giving you advice on coming to Europe. If you board a flight from Dublin's airport, you're going to clear U.S. customs there, allowing you to avoid lines in U.S. upon landing. There were cries of foul when Uncle Sam allowed an airport in nearby Abu Dhabi to have a similar facility, especially because no U.S.-based airline serves Doha. U.S. Airlines cried foul because they said the facility only benefits a rival, a foreign rival, Etihad Airlines. Abu Dhabi is paying most of the expenses, but Congress recently passed a law saying customs couldn't open a facility out of the country if there's no American Airlines serving that airport. Well, now comes the news that Dubai is going to get a U.S. customs pre-clearance facility later this year. So there'll be Ireland, Abu Dhabi, and now Dubai. This will mainly benefit Dubai's airline, Emirates, It has flights to New York, Washington, Dulles, Houston, Dallas, L.A., San Francisco, Seattle, and pretty soon Boston. But there are U.S. airlines, other airlines that serve Dubai. Dubai is going to pay 85% of the cost of staffing the facility. There will be American U.S. Customs employees working there. I wonder if that will be a plum assignment. I guess it will be if you happen to have gone through this winter. Supporters say it's a good way to block uh, would-be bad guys before they even get on the plane rather than waiting for them to step foot on the American ground. But it'll be welcomed by U.S. travelers as well because they'll get in the country faster. A couple quick deals of the week. Jeff here. Um, Cheap coach travel to Poland from Chicago until April on lot Polish Airlines, offering these incredible prices. So if you get to Chicago O'Hare, they'll fly you to several major cities in Poland. Round trip prices to Krakow start as low as $652. This is until April. So you got all the March to do this. Flights to Gdansk and Pozon are 764 round trip, Warsaw 7068 round trip, all from Chicago, by the way. Um, all destinations are via LOTS Warsaw Hub, so you're going to uh, um, have to change planes to go to anywhere other than Warsaw. But you're flying over the Atlantic on a Boeing 787 Dreamliner nonstop from O'Hare. Oh, travels printed through April 9th. If you book by February twenty eighth, include a Sunday night stay. So that's LOT Polish Airlines, cheap fares to Poland. From there, you can hop to other ways and places in Europe. Obviously, book by February twenty eighth. Travel permitted through April 9th. City, uh, uh, C- the City Advantage card is offering their most expensive card. It costs I don't know about uh, four hundred and twenty five dollars, four hundred fifty dollars a year, but it does give you access to uh, um, American Airlines Admirals Clubs and airports gives you free bags and elite qualifying miles if you spend a certain amount uh, of uh, of money a year. But here's the deal. You get 100,000 Advantage miles to sign up. Now, you can't get 100,000 miles by buying a $450 ticket on American. So it's a great deal. You can turn 100,000 miles into a business class uh, ticket to Europe, which is worth about $6,000 and still have miles to burn. So if you want to spend four hundred and fifty dollars for a executive AA Advantage World Elite MasterCard, think about it. Now, you gotta do some required uh, you've got to do some significant spending to get those miles. In the first three months you have the card, you gotta spend ten thousand dollars. Okay? So there you go. If you have plans to buy some big ticket item or several big t- or several, you know, eight flat screen TVs, you spend ten thousand bucks the first three months you get hundred thousand miles with this card. That's quite a great Deal. Do we have a time for another? one? Malaysia Airlines has got a, a very cheap Tokyo flight. Um, if you can, if you can fly from L.A. to Tokyo on Malaysia Airlines, it's a flight nobody really knows about. It's one of those secret flights. Um, they're going to end it in April, but until then, they'll uh, they'll send you a coach round trip for 875 bucks or business class fare 31.50 prices are good until April 14th when Malaysia stops flying between LA and Tokyo. Coming to the end of the hour here in Rudy Max's World, great to have Robin Leach on, Amelia Earhart. Very entertaining hour, I if I don't say so, if I say so myself and I'm the host, but we had great guests this hour. I want to thank my engineer Jeff Ryder for bringing my voice flying through the air and into your radio or onto your computer. If you're listening online, we stream live from 10.06 Eastern for two hours every Saturday morning, or you can go to rudymaxa.com and click on podcast and send segments of the show to folks who might have missed it. Janet Vito is my executive producer. See you next week.